The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. Man, after that game, I gotta tell you, lock up the kitties, put away the animals, turn down the iPod, because Raider Greg is going off on show 282. Well, Raider Nation, need I say more than I already have about this last game? I think you can call it that. I'm not real sure, actually, because Randy and I were there for this nightmare of a game. Unfrickin' believable, unfrickin' acceptable. Let me get into our show of the day. The post game. For the Tennessee tragedy. No shit. And we'll do a pregame for the silence of the lambs. And we better watch our ass there too because we can end up 0-2. I'll tell you why. And then, of course, at this time in the Raider Nation history, it's time. I know it's early in the season, folks. But time for a Raider Nation intervention. We're going to have a counseling session for the Raider Nation because I believe we have to get it early, we have to get it often, and we definitely have to get it off our frickin' chest how we feel about this debacle at LP Stadium. Well, let's just get right into it, shall we? The Tennessee Tragedy. Play no games. We about to light this thing here up. Tennessee Titans, Titans, hello, hello, Black Haven's finest, young drummer boy, he's the style, best believe it, Memphis, Chattanooga, we going long. Well, it wasn't tragic in the parking lot, nor in the town of Nashville. Randy and I had a absolute freaking blast with Juan there, too, and Virginia Raider and his dad, and of course, the Smoky Mountains Raiders Booster Club. Thomas Koch and gang out in the parking lot and the night before in Nashville, partying it down, having a great time. The Raider Nation was in full force, dancing on the bar. It was a great time. And, you know, we we like to roll, man. That's how we roll. That's how the nation rolls in there. We had a great time. And uh, like we always do when we go on our way games, we treat it like kings. And that's how the Raider Nation does it. Uh, I can't thank Thomas Coke and company enough. We had a fabulous time. They were excellent hosts, awesome tailgate, awesome fans, and you'll see when I do our video. It's going to be awesome. Now, that was the good part, the buildup, the talk about the offense and the defense and how good and how improved and how what a bunch of bullshit when it came down to it. Now, I'm... I don't want to be the negative, you know, grim reaper or anything like that because, you know, where there were some good things in this game, believe it or not. Uh, Hard to find them, but you had to because this is our team and this is our year. We've had one flipping game that flipped everybody right out of their goddamn chair. I'm going to go over a couple things. I mean, I got to go over a couple things that I think are relevant and that's about it. 
I'm going to be bouncing around a little bit, but, you know, that's kind of how things go here for me because I'm still in shock. I'm in freaking shock from the disappointing, flat-ass, horrifying game that this team has played. One of the worst football contests I've ever seen. I thought those days were behind us. I feel every one of you. It is so freaking frustrating. It's not even funny. Where did this Yaman figures come from? Who the fuck is he? He is not a return guy. He is a buffoon trying to hold on to the ball, fumble it away, first of all. He's a terrible wide receiver. He doesn't belong on special teams. What the hell is he doing on our team? Where did he come from? Now, Raider Nation, I got to tell you, I'm not impressed with the way this coach has set this team up. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to go right to the offensive line. Jared Valdir is a good player. He's a strong lineman, but he's not a center. I said this last game, they got to put in Satelli at center, and they could have put Valdir at left tackle and remove the insane hemorrhoid of our line, the pulsing, pulsating, hemorrhoidal, pustule, Mario, freaking, my ass itches, Henderson. I cannot believe that he's even still on the team. If he showed this brilliance in camp, our head coach, Tom Cable, yes, the line coach, the expert, the guy that's supposed to figure it out. I don't think so, Tim. I don't think this is anywhere near the offensive line we thought we would have, even close. Absolutely. And then Langston Walker, I've been saying it since before camp. He doesn't deserve to be here. The Bills cut him for a reason. We cut him for the same reason. And we have him back. Why? I I didn't even know then. I still don't know why now. I thought he was going to be a a camp casualty. Lo and behold, there he is. Like, you know, (laughs) he's like Humpty Dumpty. He's like an egg. He's out of balance. He gets pushed around the field like nobody's business. He's slow as molasses, and he's weak as hell. Jason Campbell People calling for Bruce. The only reason I think Bruce could go in is because he runs faster than Jason. Jason Campbell had no time to set. He had no time to look for receivers. He ditched the ball a bunch to McFadden for short gains, 55 yards, I think 15 times, because that's the only receiver that was fucking open during the game. So I just... You know, these are things we all see. Come on. Aldera McFadden had 18 rushes for 95 yards. Very good numbers, but it all happened after the score was just over. There's no way we could have won the game. They let us run the ball to run the clock out. I was there. I saw it all. Fact. Rolando McClain did a fabulous job. Lamar Houston did a great job, double-teamed all day long. Zach Miller, of course. Tyvon Branch had most tackles. And, of course, our kicking game was excellent. Our two kickers did great. 
Janokowski missed some field goals, which was a surprise. But Leckler had a 62-yard punt, thank God, because we needed every yard, because we couldn't do anything on offense at all. The offense was inept at best, and it was a painful freaking experience for all those who turned it off. Thank God you could turn it off because it wasn't worth watching, and I couldn't turn it off because I was standing there watching it. Thank God for the fans in Tennessee, really nice folks, great people. Great people. Very nice. Very accommodating. Didn't rub anything in our face. Didn't have to. They didn't have to say nothing. It was all said on the field with the product that that good old Coach Cable said was better, far improved, and we're going to win some games. And we're going to do some great things. You know, the play calling was as good as it could be because we had we had no chance with our offensive line. Now let's go to defense. The defense, which I thought was going to be stellar, did hold Chris Johnson in the first quarter, I believe, for pretty well until they got exhausted from the three and outs and the fumbles and the turnovers that we were doing on offense. The defense was tired. They played very hard. I felt, I felt bad for the defense because they were out there a lot. But at the same time, I mean, look. I mean, Vince Young had all the time in the world to throw the ball. They didn't get to him hardly at all. They got one sack out of him. That's it. And there was no pressure. And a Stanford route got burned for a touchdown right away. Thank you very much, Stanford route. You suck balls. And, you know, that I just want to just vent a little bit because I have to vent. This is part of my therapy of my own doing. All in all, we blew, it sucked, but the trip was great. The fans were fantastic. The company was, was tremendous. And uh, you know what? That's the way it goes. We've got to pack this game up, and we've got to move on. There's some positive things in here. Let's just hope that we can make some moves, move Satelli, move some people around, get that Mario Henderson thing out. Penalties were ridiculous, need I say more. I mean, they were bad. Yes, it was a loud stadium, but a professional football team, the best players in the league, don't make these mistakes, folks. No excuse for the Raiders. And they weren't just garbage penalties. These were real deal things. I saw them. I'll tell you that if I ever see a game like this again, I'm going to have to leave. I hate to even say that, but I usually stay to the last minute. But this is what we're going to have on the field, folks. Now, let's look at another thing. This is the first game. It's the first game of the season. There's a lot of things that we need to learn from this game. And you know what? Like years past, we've been spastic. We've beat the Eagles, you know, when they went to the, they went to the playoffs. We beat the Bengals when they went to the playoffs. We, we have a good football team. I just want, want to know where they are. Where are they hiding? Where are their balls? i got to reach down and grab those pair every day and say, these are mine, and I'm going to go out there and use them for something. Now, this team looked like they were scared from the get-go. Scared. This is the Oakland fucking Raiders. This team came out gun-shy as hell, and I don't know fucking why. But... I think we can change it. I think we can change it 
I think we can change it. I hope we can change it because we have a lot of football, folks. Let's not throw in the towel. Let's not put in too much panic. Even though it's easy to do after what we've been through after the last seven seasons, I tell you, it's not hard to see this team not making 500. And now we have to look at other things. We've got to look at San Diego losing to Kansas City. Kansas City, who was the shittiest team last year, is now number one in the FC West. They beat the contenders, folks. Do you think we could put up as much ball sack as either one of those teams in a game? Do you think, did you see the Jets and the Baltimore Ravens play? Did you see it? Did you see the fierceness of the line play? Did you see the tenacity of each player getting every inch and pushing themselves to the far extreme? Now you compare that to our team. That's right. You just look at those games and you look at our game. That is all I need to say. Because our team looked like a high school team and they don't look anything like a professional football team. They better get it together. I know that. we got a lot of football, folks. So let's just see. We'll see if Campbell can make things happen, see if things can change. Because I'll tell you, next week we got a big game. And it's not against the 1-15 Rams. It's against a Ram team that has way improved, way more than us, it would seem. And that is all I have to say about that. We must silence the lambs. Good evening, Clarice. Talk about a freaking must-win game. Must-win? Hell, we better sacrifice some freaking chickens out on the field before this game. We better draw some blood. We better crack up some voodoo dolls and throw all the karma to the fucking wind, Pada. Because we need this game. We need to beat the Rams at home. The 1-15 Rams last year are improved a great deal. And they played a pretty damn good game last week. Matter of fact, they almost won the game and only lost in the fourth corner by a field goal. That's pretty good. A lot better of a performance than we had against the supposedly Super Bowl-bound Tennessee Titan team. Let's hope that's who they are. Let's hope that that's who the Titans are. That they beat everybody by 40 points. Then I won't feel bad. That's pretty damn funny, though. So let's look at the Ram game quickly and easily because it's not hard to see what we got going on. They got a rookie quarterback. First year, and he shows he's a rookie. Threw three interceptions last game, but he's gotten some pretty good passes in as well. You don't know this kid could light us on fire or he could go down with a ball of flames. But listen, he is no joke. And our DBs better be ready to get those those interceptions because he's going to be throwing some wild passes as long as our pass rush can get in. 
Now, their offensive line is big-time improved from last year, and he's had some time to throw the football. Our defensive line better be able to get in there and put some pressure on this cat, or else we're going to have some big-time trouble. And the last thing I want to see happen is Sam Bradford getting recognized for the best game of his freaking career at home in Oakland in front of a stunned Oakland crowd. Yeah, that cannot happen. Now, they played the cards last week and did a pretty good job. Derek Anderson, the the quarterback of the Cardinals, was running for his life the whole game. Sound familiar? Well, our offensive line better get fixed, and I mean like yesterday, or we're going to have a similar game to the Titans game. And the last thing this Raider fan wants to see is us to lose to a team that only won one game last season. Talk about a joke. It would be the ultimate cherry on top for the haters. Do you feel it? Damn straight. Bottom line here is there is no excuse for the Oakland Raiders to come out flat at home. There's no excuse for them to embarrass their home stadium. They better reach, like I said, reach down and grab the pair they have and bring them with them because I'll tell you what, the Rams are licking their chops thinking they got to win. They're thinking they almost beat the Cardinals. They surely can beat the lowly Raiders. I'm telling you, man, this better not be the case or there's going to be a whole lot of nasty emails to the Oakland Raiders from me. (laughs) And that is all I have to say about that. And now, Raider Nation, it's time for an intervention from Raider Greg to the Raider Nation, who is now just a little bit upset and psychologically damaged from last game. We need to have, we need to talk it out. We need to get it out. We need to spill it out of our guts. And that's why I'm here. I'm here for you, my brothers and sisters. So I say... Step up to the podium, tell us who you are, and let us know how you truly feel about this this last game. And, and, and just bring it up from the middle, brother. Bring it up from deep inside. Well, our, our first patient, of course, is the Western New York Raider. And be gentle with him because... He, he really forgot the game totally. He has a sense of amnesia. So he's kind of telling us how he felt before this game started. Hmm. He definitely needs some therapy. Tell us what you felt before the game, Western New York Raider. Raider Greg and Raider Randy. Raider Nation. Hey, this is Western New York Raider. I'm calling in one week here before the season starts. We got through the preseason relatively unscathed. Uh, we did lose Michael Bush for four weeks. Very unfortunate news. That's why I hate preseason, but you got to have the games. A couple of, uh, I guess, predictions about the season before we kick it off. Top of the list, number one, the weak link that we're going to have this year on the Raiders, special teams. No question about it. Fossils got to go. We made a huge mistake in letting go Schneider. I don't know what else issue was with, was with him. Maybe it was because he was part of that whole Lance thing. I don't know. We let our young 
count, get away. We That was the first year that I think we scored three touchdowns, uh, two punt returns, one kickoff or return, a bunch of that. You know, that was a fantastic special teams unit that that guy put together. We let him slip away. We also let um, uh, Bobby April get away, too, from the Buffalo Bills. He went over to the Philadelphia Eagles like they need him. Uh, those are two coaches that we should have got brought in. What do we got? Fossilized. You know, this guy's going to be a weak link for us this season. I would even look for him to be fired midseason. Uh, second of all, the offensive line. I think this line, if they stay healthy all year long, can be a pretty damn good unit, staying healthy. And I'm going to make a bold prediction. If he stays healthy, Robert Gallery will make his very first Pro Bowl as a guard. We've got to keep him healthy and keep that young center focused. So by midseason, for Jellin, we're going to be running really well. And last but not least, the wide receiver core. Chad Schillens is injured again. Again, we cannot rely on Chad Schillens to go into the season. We missed out on T.O. I know some of you have mixed feelings about him. And we missed out on Hushman Zada. Those are two wide receivers that could have come in and helped this club out. We lost out. Now it's up to Lewis Murphy, and I have no doubt uh, Miller's going to be a phenomenal Pro Bowl tight end. There's my last prediction. That's it. We're ready to go here. Ready to kick it off. Raider Nation, let's go. Raiders. Well, my brother, I feel your pain now. I know your prediction about our offensive line might have been a little bit too early. We all felt the same, and now we all feel the same, like we've gotten it in the ass. Thanks for the call, brother. Who do we have next? Let's see. Next we have up is Raiders CEO Pride, another fan who, well, he wants to tell us what it should be like, not what it was like after the tragedy in Tennessee. Tell us, brother. What did you feel before the game? Hello, Raider Nation and Raider Greg. This is Raider CEO Pride from Nashville, Tennessee, waiting to see my Raiders come down here and tight their first loss of the year. Thanks for us up against Chris Johnson and Steven Jackson, two games back-to-back. Back. Really let us know whether we've improved this top of the run, you know, trial by five. Kansas City and Denver, he's winning this year. Bobby wants to remind the league that he's better than Reed was playing side-to-side. Side. Jason Campbell was tied for most touchdowns in the red zone last year without an exception. Definitely some improvements on defense. I feel like we'll definitely be in the playoffs. I'll be at the game in Nashville looking for all the Raider Nation fans. Representing the fact that we travel better than any other team in the league. I'll be outside the game during the pre-game festivities, collecting school supplies and public school students in the city. You know what I mean when you see the Raider class ring. Look me up on Twitter at CEO Pride, RIP Jack Tatum. If you haven't read his book, that's why he called me assassin. You need to. Raider CEO Pride out. And you can tell Raider CEO Pride was all over the Raiders. And he's a local man here from Nashville, supporting the Oakland Raiders, having pride. But damn, it's a hard day for him because he's in hostile territory. He's got to listen to it. But man, those fans don't say much. They just are quiet. It's almost a shame. It's almost pitiful. It was great to meet you out there, my brother. You're always welcome to come to Oakland, hopefully when our team improves. Next, we have Raider Chris from Scranton, PA, and he is again another Raider that's giving us his take before the Tennessee tragedy. Let us hear it, brother. Raider Chris, Scranton, Pennsylvania, and a while since I called. Just want to make a quick comment on 
people that we have released, and there's only one that I'm kind of upset about, and that was Colt Brennan. Kid's an unbelievable quarterback. He's not been given that chance in the NFL, really. He's like another Campbell, you know, different offensive coordinators, just not really giving a shot. So when we signed him, I was, I was happy. I thought for sure we'd give it to Bowler because Bowler has not really impressed me. And you look at Colt Brennan, he, he, he's got every record in Hawaii, you know, with the passing yards, touchdowns, completions. Uh, I was kind of upset to see him go. But other than that, I'm stoked to see players like Houston, McClain, of course, the best cornerback in the NFL, and that is Nam, the awesome one. You guys know him as Awesome Awa, but real Raiders know him as Awesome One. Uh, this Revis just got that new deal, not even close to Awesome One's deal. So it, it, we really know what's up on that, you know, who's better. Anyways, week one, here we go. Raider Nation, I am out. Silver and Black Attack is back. I don't know, man. Maybe Colt Brennan might have been scared out of his life. Uh, maybe he's happy he didn't get kept by the Oakland Raiders by now after this tragedy. Well, man, I know you're feeling different right now, so I'm going to leave it at that. And, uh, well, it is what it is. Next, we have a young man of few words, but they are great words, and do at this time of the Raider Nation. This would be Raider Jason from Plaza County. This is Raider Jason from Plasterville. Here we fucking go again. Need I say another freaking word? Amen, brother. Next, we have Raider Mike from L.A. That would be Lower Alabama. Please, my brother, bear your soul to the Raider Nation. Raider Mike here from L.A., Lower Alabama. It's halftime in week one, and oh my God, we suck. Whose idea was it to bring Janikowski out to kick a field goal when we're down 24-3? to Hugh Jackson, offensive coordinator? Yeah, that's a real improvement. Looks like it's going to be a great year. And it didn't get much better than that the second half. Thanks for the call, my brother. Now, this is my good brother, Raider Jaime from Bakerfield. Now, he's going to drop one or two F-bombs here. I just want you to know that this brother needs to let it on out. So let's hear it, my brother. Man, this fucking um, Tennessee game, man, I didn't think it was going to be this fucking bad. I mean, there's some bad officiating. I don't want to use that fucking excuse, but, man, how can I not, you know? Fucking that guy, uh, what's his name, running up the middle, man. That guard held... Rolando McLean's arm and they didn't even call it, man. How the fuck can they make a tackle? You know, you can't blame this all on the fucking defense, man. You know, on the fucking, you know, they keep the Raiders in the game if they're out there most of the time. You know, the offense is just going three and out and Tom Cable's got to make some fucking adjustments here, man. It was fucking Mario Henderson, that fucking Pope. Man, that dude's fucking up, man. I don't even know how they have him started. Fucking put Bruce Campbell in there. What the fuck we draft him for? Put his ass in. Who gives a fuck if he's burning the playbook? Shit, it's not like they look good anyways. But other than that, man, I think the defense, though, was... Um, the defense was a lot better than the offense. But like I said, you can't blame everything on the defense, man. They're fucking out there all fucking day. Out there in the fucking hot heat. But anyways, man, I just hope uh, we turn it around at the opening uh against the St. Louis Lambs. 
Okay, I'm out. So true, so true. Thanks for the call, man. <laughs> Step up, Raider Steve from Vegas. You know what? You're going to say something here, and I know all of us are feeling it, and we all feel the same way. I love this take. Let us have it, man. Raider Steve in Vegas. It's our third quarter in the game. Raiders are getting their asses beat really bad. I hate to say it, man. And You know, usually every year I get hyped around six months before the season. But, you know, at this seven-year stretch, it's taking me longer and longer to start getting hyped. And this year, I start getting hyped like a month before, man. I got a new flat screen. I got direct TV. I'm ready to go. I'm feeling it. I think the Raiders are going to be better. Uh, I knew the Titans are going to be a tough test. But nowhere did I, was it even in my imagination that we'd be getting our asses beat this bad in the third quarter. Our O-line is shit, you know. My my dad is a huge Raider fan. He's, he's sitting there complaining about Campbell. I don't think it's Campbell's fault. I think our O-line is garbage. He's got nothing to work with. The only two people doing anything on offense is uh, Campbell and McFadden. It really makes me sick, man. Next week we play the Rams. So even if we win that game, it doesn't mean anything. We haven't proven anything because we're supposed to win that game. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm seriously, uh, I know it's just the first game of the season, so I'm not going not gonna, to not gonna freak out, man, you know. I guess I'm kind of freaking out now. But uh, this doesn't look good at all. This looks really bad. Um, McFadden is the only person on offense that looks good, and Campbell is just trying to survive. Defense looks good, but they're giving up big plays. I'm not seeing much difference from last year. I'm really fucking disappointed. I'm um, coming to Oakland, and that's cool. But uh, other than that, man, this is unacceptable. If this keeps up, cable's gone week four, and then who knows what's going to fucking happen. I don't know, man. I can't take this anymore. Uh, My best part. I don't want to seem like I'm freaking out or anything. That is classic. <laughs> We're all freaking out, brother. That's why we need this intervention. Thanks for the call. Things should get better. And the calming effect that we get from Raider Jeff from Orlando, Florida, is pretty damn good. What you got to say, Raider Jeff? This is Raider Jeff from Orlando, Florida. I know I haven't been on the show in quite a long time, and uh, after watching today's game, <laughs> I can see why I felt that way for so long. I'm not buying into the hype. People talking about the Raiders going to the playoffs, being 8-8, eight and eight, all of that kind of stuff. I think one of your youngest uh, contributors, Juan Jorge, got the point and has pinpointed the situation that offensive line. After today, Jamarcus Russell don't look so bad. <laughs> that is a joke, but, you know, it kind of was reminiscent of the time that he was here as well. So it, it doesn't look like things have gotten that much better. And while some would say we have a favorable schedule early on in the season, don't buy into that either. <laughs> Just take it. As each game comes, hopefully we can get on a roll. But uh, if we play the way we play today, we're in for another losing season. 
I'd like to be able to contribute and give some kind of hope, but I think I'm going to keep laying low because <laughs> it's not looking good. Many years ago, like I said to you before, I've been a 35-year-plus Raider fan. Used to enjoy teams that you knew even when they were losing in the fourth quarter, they still had a shot. We weren't even in this game. So I hope we don't have too many like that this year and they can rally those troops, but I just don't know. I'm sure you're going to get a lot of calls like this, so let me get off on my two minutes. Take care. Very well said. I don't think I can add a thing to it. (laughs) I hope you feel better, brother. Anybody calling in talking about Kicking somebody in the brown eye definitely has to make it. And this is a therapy, an intervention for Obi-Wan Raider. What is up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here from Houston, Texas. What the fuck was that kind of product we put on the field today? The lone bright spot in that whole sorry fucking ordeal was De'Aaron McFadden. At least we know that if given the ball enough times, and I stress enough times, Derek McFadden can get the fucking job done. Mario Henderson should be taken out back behind Oakland Alameda Coliseum and fucking shot in the head twice. They should shoot him in his dick a couple of times to make sure he doesn't procreate and produce any more lackluster, standing up, letting your quarterback get fucking nailed type of offensive lineman. Did Jason Campbell have a good day? Hell no, he didn't. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. The guy got no fucking protection whatsoever. His bell's probably still fucking ringing from the hit he took. That Mario, probably miniature Mario, I don't even call him Super Mario, just fucking gave up and stood there like a fucking statue. I thought we got rid of Cornell Green. This guy is just like him. Hell, put Bruce Campbell over there and do something. Get him the fuck out of the game and the defense. What the fuck was that? Stanford route got burned. I thought it was Chris Johnson playing out there. 13 to 38 or whatever the fuck the score was. I'm not happy with this fucking product we put on the field right now. I know it's one game, Raider Greg. I'm still in it. I'm still loving my boys, but they better fucking get it together. Tom Cable better be on that fucking flight back with every single son of a bitch bent over, and he better fucking take some hot glue, pour it on some steel toe boots, crush up a fucking beer bottle, put it on there, and just start kicking people in the fucking brown eye. And then make them sit down on the whole fucking flight back to Oakland. Obi-Wan Raider, out. I know you must feel better after that phone call. Because <laughs> I know I do. Good call, brother. <laughs> At this point in this whole intervention, I thought it would be appropriate to get a bright and refreshing take on this game. Now I want you all to listen to Annalisa. That would be Raider Annalisa. And I want you to listen to what she has to say because it represents the femme fatales of the Raider Nation and this is a damn good call. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, this is Annalisa, a first time caller from Western North Carolina. I've been listening for quite a while. I just got done watching a Tennessee game, and here are some things I noticed about our new Raider team. I'd like to start with a positive. Darren McFadden looked great out there. And I'll admit that I've been hard on him in the past, but he made me a believer today, so good job, McFadden. Okay, so here's what we need to work on. Our O-line, here. We need serious help in this department. 
We have absolutely no pass protection, and if our O-line had been functional, I think it could have been a close game. Okay, here's the second thing. Blitzing, it needs to happen. And as you like to say, Raider Greg, that's all I have to say about that. Anyways, I thought I'd call and represent the female fans out there. Thanks, Raider Greg and Raider Randy, for all the work you put into the show. Raider Nation, y'all have a good week, and don't stop believing. We can still turn this thing around. A very good take, tasteful, and full of wisdom, may I say, refreshing at the least. Thanks for the call, sister. And now, on the opposite end of that spectrum, we have an L.A. Raider fan giving us his particular take. What the fuck? What happened and shit, man? Defense sucks. Offense sucks. Campbell, what the fuck, man? This is some bullshit. Bullshit, I'm telling you, man. That pretty much sums it up as well. Just a bit different in its presentation. (laughs) Thanks for the call, brother. Haven't heard from this guy in some time. Step on up, Tommy. Tell us how you feel. (laughs) I just love this guy. Greg, Randy, what's up, fellas? I'm here. I haven't checked in a while, but you know I'm always here, and I always will be. Ah, I thought this call would be a little bit better than what it's going to be, but let me just tell you my take. I mean, this is what I saw. Mario Henderson experimented. should be well over. He looked like... But there was plays where he was still in his stance and the defensive end was behind him. You can't win games like that. That line sucked. The center didn't know what that is. Ass from his elbow. Snapping the ball, not a tie, late, early. He, he, he needs to be benched. Sit his kid's rookie ass down. I, I, I mean, it's, it's the same old right? right? It's penalties. Offensive line is pathetic. Big plays killing him. I, I mean, Campbell, I, I, he needs to watch some baseball games, learn how to slide. He, he's not even sliding correctly. He could have got a first down and slided like he's uh, a Seattle Mariner. Uh, I, 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 just, I just don't get it. Fathom looked good. It'd be nice if we can complete some passes to a wide receiver. Miller came in towards the end, looking 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 solid. Wimley looked good. They adjusted to him, but uh, the run defense was was started out okay, but when they went to some seventy eight yards run to go down the field, that's that's gonna kill any any positive movement there. Yeah, I really had some some high hopes. I, I mean I hope I hope it's just this is the one dud of the year and we got it out of the way early and we get back to, you know, playing some some good rate of football, but uh Either way, if we lose a tie, read it till I die. Peace out from New York, fellas. Very well said. And, of course, the Seattle Mariner dig, Colorado Chris, was at you, brother. (laughs) Good take, Tommy. Hey, man, I know you're in hostile territory, and the Jets are kicking ass. So, uh, well, (laughs) my heart goes out to you, brother. Next we have walking to the podium would be Raider Ho from Indio. And this guy has got some sunshine to share with us. Hey, what is up, guys? This is Raider Ho out here in the Coachella Valley. Just wanted to touch on that game yesterday. What can we say? I'm going to keep it positive. Uh, First game of the season, there are 16 other teams that are... 
with the same record, 0-1-1, no big deal, another positive, McFadden, a decent job, got the job done, I think. So we got the Rams coming up. They look pretty decent, so hopefully we can get our stuff together and uh, get a W. Uh, once again, you know, be positive. It could be worse. We could be uh, Chiefs or Chargers fans, and oh my God, or even a Broncos fan. We don't want to be there. So stay positive, guys. We got a long season. Uh, not a sprint. It's a long haul. So let's stay with it. Um, get a couple wins under our belts, and let's get the winning streak going. Other than that, guys, uh, enjoy the game, and I will talk to you later. Peace. Well, I guess that's a nice way to look at it. There's 16 other teams in the league with an 0 and 1, but I think ours is more of a oh no and 1. But let's just hope they'll turn it around, just like you said, brother. Thank you for the call. Next, we have a fine young man who uh, we met there in Nashville, and uh, he's going to step up and let us know how he feels about the Raider Nation and about the game and uh, everything in general. The Virginia Raider. What's up, Raider Nation? It's the Virginia Raider. Man, we looked bad yesterday. Hard to say where we go from here. Obviously, it's just week one, but you do everything we've done. We replaced the quarterback. Uh, We got some offensive line help to a certain degree. We have a whole new front line for the most part, with the exception of Seymour. Um, Sean, she's been inserted, uh, as has Lamar Houston. Tommy Kelly, he's in there. But you look at who else we have, Henderson and Alford. They're supposed to be guys that would rotate in and help carry the burden of the bad run defense. You bring in, we have a whole new linebacking core. Quentin Groves, uh, obviously on the outside with Wembley, and then you got McLean in the middle. Stanford route is horrible. He's horrible. He got burnt for the long touchdown right in front of where we were sitting yesterday. Um, he got burnt over the middle numerous times. He's fucking horrible. And as much as I like CJ, Chris Johnson, He's not that much better. A guy we met up with uh, in town uh, Saturday night at McFadden's. Um, he's personal friends with one of the scouts, and he said Oakland's already scouting cornerbacks. So uh, you look at you look at us and our history with drafting defensive backs. I know this year's draft crop, from what I've done my little bit of research on so far, um, is very deep. Um, but it's still, we've had a bad history with drafted defensive backs with the exception of Tyvon Branch and Namdi. Uh, so that scares me. Um, uh, Huff got beat, but he played well. He played physical. Um, Branch got beat for one touchdown, but he's, I mean, he is who he is. He played well, and they didn't even try to test Osamoa, so they took him out of the game. We were able to contain on the outside, uh, especially during the first half, which was good in my eyes uh, with who we were playing, obviously, with them having Chris Johnson. We were able to contain him from busting onto the outside until it got into the second half, and when the defense was worn out, it was hot. They made us wear the black jerseys, and defense was just getting worn out. It's the same shit. You can't get that offense on the field 
for long enough to give the defensive guy some help. And it doesn't matter how deep you are. They could be the best players in the NFL. They're going to get tired. They're going to get worn out. And they're going to fucking bend, bend, bend. They're finally going to break. And that's what happened. We're back to the same shit. It, but other than the game, uh, we made the trip down Saturday. Met up with Juan and Luis and another guy, Kenny, and um, Greg and Randy that night downtown at McFadden's. It was a fucking blast. I could talk for hours on how much fun we had. It was great to finally meet Greg, finally meet Randy, and really showed me that all of us look at Greg and Randy as almost these superhuman-type people because of who they are and the pedestal that they're on um, and the love we have for them for everything they do and what they um, provide us as the Raider Nation, as the Raider family. But when it gets down to it, they're just guys. They're just like you. They're just like me. And they're great, great people, class acts. I've considered them family, good friends, and it was great to finally meet them. I hate that it was a loss, my first Raider game, but... Um, overall, the experience was one that I'll remember forever, something I'll have for a lifetime, and uh, I'm just very appreciative of that. This week, we'll go get the Rams, and hopefully we can show ourselves up and uh, play good against St. Louis. The only thing that really scares me about them is uh, they've got a pretty solid defense, and Steven Jackson, of course. So, um, But if we take him out of the game, they don't have a backup, so... Hopefully we can get out of this week with a W and go in at one and one. I think we played the Broncos in week three. So keep your heads up. It's a long season. We've got 15 more to go, and uh, I still got faith we can make the playoffs. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Randy, Juan, all the guys that made the trip, and uh, I'll talk to you all later. Peace. Uh, brother, there's 15 games to go, and it's a long season. It was great to meet you and your dad. We had a really good time, and anytime you come to Oakland, you know we'll take care of you, Padna, and your father as well. So it was great meeting you and the rest of Raider Nation out there. All right, who needs some intervention next? Step on up to the podium, Hell Raider, and tell us, man, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> you got a pretty good take. <laughs> this is Hell Raider calling in uh, after that game yesterday want to touch on a couple of things pretty much probably gonna be the same thing from everybody who's calling in first of all I want to say that uh, they did a great job of duping me uh, and everybody else into uh, getting sucked in again I think this year was a little bit uh, better reason to be sucked in with the uh, draft that was very promising and some of the other decisions but um, they still didn't address the offensive line which is what we wanted they did draft a couple people. Unfortunately, uh, the guys they drafted to play tackles aren't playing tackle. Uh, Bruce Campbell, not playing tackle. Um, Jared Beldeer, not playing tackle. They got Jared Beldeer playing center. Don't really understand that. Six foot eight, I don't care if you're 600 feet tall. If you can't handle a snap, you know, it's pretty unbelievable. Um, had a buddy over at my house yesterday who was a Steeler fan watching the Steeler game. I watched the Steeler game along with our game at the same time, the Raider game. Marquise Pouncey's a rookie, just like Mr. Valdir. Now, Marquise Pouncey did play center in college. I understand that. But uh, working with a new quarterback, rookie, you know, NFL game, all that kind of stuff, he didn't have any problems with the snap. And that's not even Roethlisberger who's playing, so I guess that's kind of out the window. 
need to move Valdir over to the left tackle. Okay. Uh, Henderson's got to go. He's terrible. Uh, Walker on the right. Langston, he's terrible. You know, we're talking about the big, the big play and everything. As far as I'm concerned, McFadden was the more effective running back. If you look at what he did, he had 95 yards on 16, 17 carries, whatever it is. Johnson had 142. Yes, that's more. But he got all of his yards on one big play. Now, and you can't take away big plays. I understand that. But uh, anyway, I, I just really don't know what to think about this team because I, I think if we would have, uh, you know, we were able to handle the snap and had good protection, who knows what this team could do. The other thing about the defense, we thought the defense was going to be better. Well, you're playing against the best running back in the NFL. So I still don't know what this defense is capable of. Uh, next week we'll see against Steven Jackson, who's a formidable opponent, but not uh, obviously as good. And um, and I don't know what this, this offense is capable of. You can't handle a snap. You really essentially can't have a play. So, uh, you know, that and in the, the tackle position. So uh, very disappointed in everything. Really, really disappointed, really, really irritated, uh, really pissed off. Like I said, don't have any idea what this team's capable of. Not really sure. Don't know if we're good defense or bad. When you're playing, it's the best running back. And also, when uh, when you can't handle a snap and can't protect your quarterback, who knows? So, uh, man, I hope it gets better from here. Uh, although I will say Sam Bradford looks like he might be a player. So uh, it may be. Who knows? You know, if we lose next week, I don't have much hope for this team. Uh, I'm not going to get sucked in, though, next year. Uh, next year, if we draft Jesus Christ in the, in the second round because we don't have a first-round pick, I'm still not going to get excited. Really feel for you guys who flew all the way out there. Um, I did have some really meaningful sex last night. <laughs> that made it feel all the better. I know you guys probably won't air that. But anyway, that was pretty enjoyable. That capped off a day. And the Cowboys lost. So um, that was enjoyable, too. Same result as you always. Haven't we all seen this movie? I think we have. Anyway. I'm out. Well, the fact that you had meaningful sex the night of our loss makes it better because, for crying out loud, at least somebody did. <laughs> That's very good. Right on. <laughs> and, for crying out loud, I don't know what we're going to do. I know Steven Jackson's brutal. And, well, we just have to see, man. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. You got a great wit. And a good take. And, uh, well, that's what we need. We need this intervention for each other. Step on up, Raider Dave from San Jose. And, well, tell us how you feel, brother. Hey, Raider Greg. This is uh, Dave from San Jose. Um, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, Just want to say, man, I just saw the game. And I have to say, man. I thought we were, we were going to lose, but I didn't think we were going to lose that bad. I mean, I thought we were going to at least be competitive at least. Our offensive line just sucks, man. I hope they fix it by trying to play the Rams. I'm going to be there, of course. But, my God, dude, I couldn't even finish watching the game, man. And I found you, you went and... Man, I don't know how you felt, but I bet it wasn't too good. Well, anyway, I'm thinking that maybe the Dolphins just released Jake Grove. Maybe they should just go after Jake Grove and put him in center and put Valdir back on tackle because Mario Henderson couldn't. Jesus, man, he was just letting people go in and just, I mean, how many times did Campbell get sacked? Like, like four, five, I think six times. Oh my God! 
if they keep on going the way they're going, most likely they're going to lose the nation. I mean, they're going to really, it's going to be like, it's going to turn ugly. It's going to be just as bad as last year. But I'm hoping, I'm praying that they'll turn it around. I mean, I hope this is just a kick in the nuts for them to, to, to say, you know what, we got to fucking start playing better. But that was just bad. <laughs> that was just bad. All right, I'm out of here. Bye. Well, being at the game wasn't the best, but everything else was pretty damn good on this trip. And as far as this team goes, well, I'm right with all of you. I just don't know. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Step on up, Blackout 25, and let us know how you really feel. From Los Angeles, California. Yo, Greg, this is Blackout 25 calling from SoCal. Every aspect of the game was disappointing. It was a letdown, and it was just a, such a huge disparity from the preseason uh, to the regular season. And, uh, you know, I get it, man. I get it. The Tennessee Titans are a good team, and they got a great coach and a good uh, quarterback and a great running back. And uh, those guys are going to put up a lot of points on, on teams, man. But you know what? The time is now. We need to be competitive on the field. The nation is sick of waiting for this. We are tired of being embarrassed, man. Uh, it's over. That's it. Over. It seemed to be that they were gelling in the preseason, and uh, they just came out limp, disorganized, and confused. So what do you say to that? I would say reserve judgment till uh, after the St. Louis game, which is next week. Now, this is a game that we are supposed to win uh, handily, and if we do not, then I think we can start throwing up uh, the flags, uh, the red flags, and really start uh, scrutinizing every aspect of it. So just one game. There's 15 more to go. It would have been nice to be firing on all cylinders, man, because that's, that's how you do it in the NFL, man. That's how you get to the playoffs. You come out firing, you know what I mean? And we obviously did not. Uh, and on a side note, to all you 49er fans out there, uh, you didn't look too great either, buddy. So uh, let's just think before we open our mouths. Anyway, guys, love the show. Been a long-time listener. Felt compelled to call in. Uh, keep up the great work, and uh, talk to you next week. It's nice to have some positive in there. Of course, it's nice. The positive was the 49ers got their ass kicked 31-3. to I love it. I think maybe it was six, but they were no flash in the pan, boy. Let me tell you right now, they were nothing. They were less than us. So don't let any 90 friend give you any bullshit. And I like that take the best. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have Miller Nation who's telling us what he already told us, what it was going to be like this season. This is Miller Nation calling. O-line stunk. They were horrible. Like I told you earlier, the O-line is bad. I don't know what they're going to do because their season is pretty much done if they keep this O-line. There's no football next season. First half was a total disaster. The White House has zero catches in the first quarter and the second quarter. Hayward Bay has to go. He is not a good wideout. The defensive line for Tennessee seemed to have gotten the snap count because they were jumping across the line before the Raiders even hiked the ball. I don't want to say that I said this was happening, but the Raiders are not a very good team, and the nation needs to rise up and demand that management does better and get a better group of guys. Now, if I'm not mistaken, 
you were kind of making some props there for Mario Henderson on our forum, Miller Nation. You better be quiet about what you knew because you were saying he's the best man for the job. And I got to tell you this. Yeah. Thanks for the call, brother. And of course, we have walking to the podium in a slow and depressing way. (laughs) My good brother, the man who made the trip, who put the ducats down to make the trip, who put his hard-earned scratch down to watch this pathetic performance, my friend, Juan Jorge. This is Juan Jorge calling in just to get my thoughts on this pathetic game. Well, before I even go there, I just want to thank Peyton, the Virginia Raider, for coming down. He's a cool-ass guy. It was really nice meeting you, man. Um, I'm sorry the game turned out like this, but it was nice seeing you, and hopefully you can make it down to Oakland sometime soon. As for the game, where do I fucking start? Have we not been saying it for fucking years that this offensive line needs a fucking tackle? How, as fans, can we see something and the coaches who see them every fucking day can't? It makes no fucking sense to me. Our left and right tackle are hideous. Mario Henderson and Langston Walker, his big ass can't fucking move for shit. He's too damn tall. He doesn't get leverage. The Titans defense has a bunch of nobodies. And we, and, and we can't block them? Are you fucking kidding me? Jason Campbell was running for his life the whole fucking game. The whole game. Chris Johnson was the guy that we're supposed to be worried about. Not the goddamn front line of the defense. This just amazes me. It amazes me. And, I mean, the Raider Nation showed up. The Raider Nation travels. Even after an off-season of optimism, an off-season of uh, direction where we knew we could see the light at the end of the tunnel, now that tunnel's fucking closed. I can't see a light at all. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand what else we could fucking do. We cut one of the biggest busts in NFL history, Jamarcus Russell. We got Jason Campbell. We started Mario Henderson. We switched centers. We got rid of Cornell Green, put Langston Walker in. That was stupid because they both lick ass. I just, we drafted Rolando. We have Lamar Houston. We have Cameron Wembley. I don't get it. This team is supposed to be 10 times better than it was last year. Light years better, actually. But it's not. It's the same old Raiders. And I'm not so sure that we're even going to beat the Rams right now. It's a very winnable game. But if we do win it, it's going to be by hair. And if we're not careful, this game could slip out of our hands. And let me say one more thing. After seven years of losing and the Raider Nation still being here supporting this team and them coming out and playing like that makes me fucking sick to my stomach. The fact that the the Rams game is on the verge of selling out after them playing like that is disgusting. 
I will not be surprised if the Rams game, if that is the only game we sell out. How do the Raiders expect to get support with this product that goes on the field? 8-8 is a stretch now to me. Right now, we'll be lucky to win five games the way we played. I hate to say it, fellas, but I'm just trying to be as realistic as possible. But it is what it is, and, um, you know, going back to before the game, it was fun. The tailgate was cool. It was cool seeing LP Field. Their fans are way too nice. It makes me sick, too. Their fans are too nice. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Whatever. I'm glad to be home, and I can't wait to go back to the Coliseum and have some tailgaters barbecue. We need to silence the lambs. But right now, I'm not so sure that's going to happen. Like I said, if we win, it's going to be by a hair. If we lose, we're getting blown out again. This is Juan Jorge. And I'm a sick Raider fan. And I'm out. Very well said. (laughs) I don't need to say anymore. Good job, Juan. Thanks for hanging with us out there in Nashville. Next, we have Raider Sid from Moreno Valley. Well, brother, shake it loose for us. What up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Sid from Moreno Valley. That is total bullshit. We just reverted back to what we were doing. Offense can't stay on the field, and the defense holds up until they give up huge plays. Offensive line play on, on passing situations was total bullshit. Unacceptable. We keep playing like that. It's going to be the same thing as last year. Got to get this shit together. Otherwise, uh, Campbell's going to start hitting the purple ranks to ease the pain. All right, man, you know what? Bright spot, Darren McFadden is a total fucking stud. The dude kicked ass. When he's uninjured, the man is unstoppable. So we need to ride that horse. All right, let's forget what happened. Let's fix our fucking mistakes. Let's get ready for the Rams. All right, Raiders said out. Well, man, I'm going to tell you, we all need some of that purple drink. <laughs> you better buy stock in it because the Raider Nation is going to be doing purple drink heavily if we don't fix this stuff. Thanks for the call, brother. This this good brother needs needs a little intervention. You can tell in his voice that he's definitely not at his peak of excitement. Raider D from Sheffield, England, man. Check that out. What you have to share with us, brother? So, Raider Nation, Randy Gregg. This is Raider D once again, Sheffield, UK. Had a few days to uh, kind of sit back and reflect on what happened on Sunday. So I'll take a few small positives out of it. Um, we can't be that bad again, surely. The offensive line is crazy. Um, Campbell looked nervous. Um, on the plus side... McFadden looked great if it, if it comes back and both of them two could be a potent partnership. Um, let's just get it back together and regroup for week two. Red go Raiders, I'm out. Short and sweet and to the point, my man. Thank you for the call. I know it's tough after a beatdown like that. <laughs> well, we have a professional in the house and he's going to tell us exactly the prescription that we need to fix this big problem that is ours. Dr. 
Raider. Hello, this is Dr. Raider. And I say, wow, we fucking suck. Our defense looks good, but they just, they were out there too long. I mean, they were just, I saw them, they were just, they were keeping up such an incredible pace. We were dominating Chris Johnson. But I knew, I knew eventually if our offense didn't get going, they were going to get tired and they were going to let him go. And, you know, that's what happened. Our offensive line, holy shit. Mario Henderson, that dude fucking sucks. He's fucking terrible. I mean, he, I saw him, like, barely push a guy off the line of scrimmage. Cable gets sacked. He fumbles. You know, he gets a guy down by contact, but it's not like he fucking knew that the ball was even out. He's just standing around, just looking, 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 you know, looking around. And the guy happens to roll over, you know, touch his feet, and he happens to get down by contact. I don't think Jason Cable's that bad of a quarterback. I mean, but whenever he gets time, he has to make a completion. I saw him, you know, get time, and he would just check it down, and we only get, like, four yards. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll probably do better next week against the Rams. Hope we do better next week against the Rams. All right, well, that's, that's Dr. Raider. Well, there you have it. Dr. Raider's brought us all a little surprise. We have two. Count them. Two Prozacs. Let's all take two right now. Okay, here we go. Okay, and a little purple drink for everybody. One, two, three. Slug them down. Okay, well, there you go, Raider Nation. We all got to be feeling better by now. In all seriousness, this is the first game of the season. You know, it's easy to see uh, how bad it could be. We need to keep looking at the positive. I know it's tough. We've been here already for a very long time, and it's getting hard. But one game, one game, folks. We have a lot of football left. Let's hope it's better football. I uh, hope these guys get it together. We need to beat the lambs. We need to silence the lambs. Hello, Clary. Big time at home. Please, Raiders, show up. Don't play flat. This is our freaking house, people. We must defend this house. And that is all I have to say about that. One more thing. The sound quality of this is because I have to do this on the road. The show is uh, is as best as it can be because I'm not anywhere near my regular microphone. So please bear with that as well. Thanks for listening. This is Raider Greg, and I am out. Out.